I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Child's Play 2. <laughs> you know, you asked for it. And they gave it. In in spades, yes. Two years, Two years later, later. They come out with this wonderful yep. film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know what? I think it might be my favorite of it's the franchise. It's up there for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get into it. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's week two, right? Of our Friends Till the End month. Woo! Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. This month is flying by here. But before we get into that too much, uh, we have another wonderful guest this week, right? Yes, we do. Yes. We do. And uh, that is Troy Escamilla. I said that right, right, Troy? You did. You Good. Did. Look at you go. Yeah. Yes. Look at that. I, t- I took, I took two that. years of Spanish. There we go. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Um, yet, uh, Troy is the co-host of the Dark Knight of the Podcast podcast. Uh, he's also the founder and director of the Spankin' New Houston Horror Fest Film Festival, um, which this was your first year, right? Uh, last, yeah, it was. It went. It didn't go as we expected, but hey, <laughs> we we did we did, we did something. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It was That's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It was online virtual. We had to make that shift. Yeah, cool. Everybody's making the adjustments, and you've also written, produced, and directed multiple award-winning uh, horror films here, right? Including Party Party Night, Mrs. Claus, and Teacher Shortage. Did I miss any? It, no, that's it. That's, you're okay, trying cool. to flatter me. That's that's not. That's <laughs> it's just those three. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, all, that's, that's all. That's all you yeah, need. That's all. Just three. <laughs> <laughs> the trilogy. Yes. You are now officially a prolific horror film director. <laughs> Wonderful. I think it's more more than two, and I think you become prolific. Yeah. I don't know, oh, that, I don't know if that's a rule or not, but... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is great. Yeah. Uh, you both know each other a little bit, right? Yes. Me and Chris yes. have actually... We've, we've had the pleasure of meeting in person at the uh, Texas Frightmare mm-hmm. Weekend. Wonderful. Which would, that's right. That was, what, two years ago? Yeah, because yes. it didn't happen this year. Two, Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah it, it was, it was going to happen this year, and then they kept pushing it back, and then it just didn't happen. But, yeah, I, I think it was... I think it was two years in a row, I yes. think, because oh, yeah. that first year you brought Mrs. Claus, which was so-called stirring at the yes, time. Yes, it, it, it screened there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's been two years, yeah. Yeah, well, when we've been social media, you know, we've been connected on social media for quite some time, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. What's That's been cool. interesting, about, like when we first started this podcast, I'm like, I'm going to add like some people that it seems like. I have things in common with and that um, I looked at some of Chris's friends and, you know, Troy, you were one of those people. And then it's like I, I ha- suddenly have all these friends and that I'm seeing like, OK, uh, like like you post a lot of great things. And I'm like, wow, this he seems awesome. So we should totally have him on here. And so it's nice to like make these connections <laughs> like that through social media and everything, too. So, yeah. Oh, well, thank yeah, I appreciate it. I, I love yeah. your guys' show. Honestly, I'm not just saying that. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a huge podcast person. That's really all I do is listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I saw, no, it really is. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm like addicted to like true crime podcasts and horror. I'm, oh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, when I saw you guys, you know, had a podcast, I'm like, I got to give this a listen, and it's 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 entertaining. It's a lot of fun. So I am super excited you. that you guys wanted my little presence on your show. Yeah, of course. Well, absolutely. Yes. We're thrilled that you're here. Yes, indeed. And you, I mean, gosh, you 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 brought me on for you know the the, the best horror film ever made. It's yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, right. I gotta admit, I, at least according to like six-year-old me, <laughs> this probably was the best horror film ever made. Oh God, I could, yeah, yeah. It was always it was on. on TV all the this time. In part yeah. three, we're always yeah, on. It's true. So I watched it every time and was horrified every time in the best way. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we talked a little bit about uh, our experiences last week, but Troy, like, uh, what is your just thoughts on the franchise? Um, did you see any of these in theaters? Like. Uh, you know what? I, f- I saw the first two in theaters. So I've, I cool. saw this in theaters back in 1990 when it came out with my uh, brother, who is also a huge horror fan. And he used to drag me to uh, all the different horror films. I, I got to see Popcorn, all these movies in, horror- in theaters. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I saw this in theaters. And to be 100% honest with you guys, I have not watched it since. Wow. Uh, because it disturbed me a little when I first saw it. Uh, it's it, <laughs> no, it did. It has that kind of. It kind of has a, a mean spirited streak in it, um, and that Definitely. that whole scene where the teacher Mrs. Uh, Kettle Kettlewell Kettleball, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Kettlewell is, is killed. That terrified me for some reason. So I just never, I never watched it again. Um, so revisiting it, I've watched it twice since uh, knowing I was going to do this show. So it, it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the franchise itself, honestly, is probably not one of my favorites I, I i like the first two after that they kind of suffer that nightmare on elm street syndrome for me where chucky becomes more of a comedian than a villain sure. um right so, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of that but i did like the the reboot honestly i thought it was mm. pretty good yeah that one is sort of like fright night for me like it by its itself it's not a bad movie yeah. actually it's yeah. really not you know i think it, it it was just i i i don't know <laughs> i guess as part of the franchise i'm like eh. but by itself i was like this isn't terrible yeah it was kind of like, hard to ex- accept on out. its own terms for me but once i did i was like okay this yeah. is okay fine like you know it's it, it, it's because yeah. it's, it's a it's robot fine. you know doll as opposed to a soul of a person in a mm-hmm. doll and it's fine it's just you know yeah. you, you have to get past the the title of it all and but it's whatever it's yeah yeah. It's a totally different take on the, the film, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they use the name to capitalize on it, but it was, sure. it's still a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we, Chris, we kind of talked last week about, like, our thoughts on things. Do you have anything to add about the franchise? I don't know. The, the franchise? I mean, I, I enjoy the franchise. Yeah. Um, I, I like that it sort of mixes stuff up. It's never quite the same. You 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 never really know what you're gonna get. You know, it's like the force gonna say life is like a box franchises. <laughs> it's you're just like, I don't know. It could just be a straight slasher. It might be more of a mystery. It might be some wacky comedy. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like John Waters might pop <laughs> pop up. Who knows with this wacky franchise? It's it's so strange. But it keeps you on your toes, and I appreciate. I was kind of the same way with the just uh, the first three were always on TV, so I always caught it, and it was it probably would have been like the early mid nineties. Uh, so like Toy mm-hmm. Story was about to come out, which interestingly has a you know character named Andy, and oh, yeah. also mm-hmm. <laughs> right. the Sid kid is like terrorized by kids. So that toys, so it's like uh, it's like 
even Disney was like trying to freak us out with these toys at the time. Everyone was like, toys are going to attack you. Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah. uh, <laughs> and as a, <laughs> and so as a kid, it's like terrifying. Like you said, Troy, it's like, I, it, I don't know. It's just something about this is it really, uh, yeah, and, I don't know. And as a, as a kid watching the, the, the intended target or the intended victim being a very small kid is mm-hmm. kind of unsettling. Yeah. Um, you don't really absolutely. see that a lot. You know, you don't see a villain trying to go after a <laughs> six-year-old kid. Um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, that was another thing that kind of made it a little bit more terrifying uh, in that sense. Yeah. Uh, it's true. And he, yeah, you don't really get that in some Hollywood kind of stuff. It, it, it is pretty rare. I mean, I can think of maybe like Halloween 4 and 5. Yeah. And um, there's some other like killer doll films that usually tend to have kids. But, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah there's, there's just not really that many. It's it's kind of disturbing, too, because it, he's not just trying to kill him. Like, he's trying to, quote, unquote, get inside of him. And it's like there's that <laughs> weird kind of molestation-like <laughs> metaphor there, too, that's like kind of, ew, and I don't know. A little yeah. licky, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, of course, you know, Chucky, they nasty. would never go go there completely, just like with Nightmare on Elm Street, where they, like, refuse mm. to acknowledge the original what was it? He was a molester, right? A child molester. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the original yeah. Movie. But then they did in but the then they remake did. and everyone was like, yeah. ew, how dare you? I'm like, uh, wasn't that wasn't implied it? in the entire yeah. franchise yeah. that he was? Yeah. Like, why are you freaking out now? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. some fun conversations about that. I always think it's really weird when, like, kids dress up like Freddy. <laughs> I'm like, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally did, but yeah, it's. <laughs> I did too, yeah. but uh, I didn't think about it yeah, at the it's, time. It's I was like, little... oh, he has cool razor f- yeah, fingers. Yeah. And... I didn't think about the rapey part. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh my God. Those were the two as a kid that probably got me the most in Freddy and Chucky. Um, Jason, mm-hmm. a little bit when I got older, but I, 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 I like, I watched. Friday Thirteenth as a kid, but for some reason Jason did, didn't like haunt my dreams or anything. But yeah, it was never scary. You never hear people saying like, "Oh my God, Jason scared me so much as as a kid, I peed my mm-hmm. pants." Like you never hear that. Like you hear Freddie and Chucky, maybe Michael Myers, but never Jason. Even Leprechaun, I think, scared more kids than <laughs> yeah. Jason. I don't. I know want, how. Maybe it's because you know what? Maybe it's because he became such like this. Pop, like, was, didn't he go on like the Arsenio Hall show? Like, it's really hard to be scared of oh, someone yeah, who goes yeah. on Arsenio Hall. <laughs> that's I mean, true. That's true. <laughs> in full costume, yeah, right? just I mean, didn't didn't say one word. Yeah. And just, just <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dude's on Arsenio Hall. I'm not really scared. Of, you know, I mean, it's true. right. Exactly. We probably have some like that. Make, that that's a good. Probably point. have some like twenty year old listener who's like, "What's Arsenio Hall?" I'm like, yeah. "Don't go look it up, kid." Like, I don't. I don't know, I don't know. her. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but this this movie is, in terms of sequels, I think it's actually one of the better mm-hmm. ones because it does continue the story in a fairly logical way. I mean, you, you have the the lead character of the last film actually returning, and he's, you know, he's he's very traumatized, and it, it's, it's a fairly realistic in that sense. Yeah. I, I would love that. to see what Catherine Hicks, you know, uh, I, I would love to see her come back in one of these movies at some point just to, you know, check yeah. in on her. But why does she know? just like disappear? She doesn't. And they're just like, yeah, she's in a, she's mental, in a mental hospital mental. now. I'm like, yeah, well, that's yeah. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. She didn't seem that traumatized at the end of the first. No. <laughs> and you have the two cops that were there that would be like, yeah, uh, well, there was a crazy dog. <laughs> But they're just like, um, this lady's insane. Yeah. You need to lock her yeah. up. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's Chris Sarandon? I don't know what happened to him. 
I think it's time for a Halloween 2018 <laughs> style <Catherine> reboot, <laughs> just called Child's Play, where um, Ka- Catherine Hicks comes back and she's finally ready to beat the shit out of Why children. not? <laughs> Yeah, why not? She has yeah. a booby trapped house. Everyone, everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. She's got like a. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, Blumhouse. That's a perfect idea. I love that. that Catherine Hicks so needs to get delightful. her revenge. <laughs> Stick her in a tank top, <laughs> give her a gun, sold. My favorite kind of That's movies. all you need. That's all you need. Child's Play 2. Great sequel. Yeah. Uh, like you said, it one is. of the best. Uh, it. Was one of the first big horror films of the 90s, I guess, really, because it, well, yeah, yeah, not really, not because we had Misery and everything else before that, but this came out in November of 1990, uh, which is kind of interesting because it's like this franchise is often considered like an 80s franchise, but like only one film came out in the 80s, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Although, although exactly. it's that weird thing where like the first year of every decade is usually more stylistically like everything that came before it, you know, like 2000, everything that came mm-hmm. out in 2000 had that very late nineties vibe. And so it's usually kind of, and everything that came out in 1980 was still kind of in that late seventies vibe ish. Um, so yeah, you get oh, yeah. that kind of feeling with this too. Like this movie definitely feels like a late eighties slasher, even though it is right at the beginning of the nineties here. It, it does have, this is so dorky and I'm sorry, but the logo at the beginning, has my favorite Universal logo ever. Mm. It's my favorite. It's the 75th anniversary, mm. and it always makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I think because it's attached to some of my favorite movies from that time, and I it just always makes my heart swell. It's so nice. It just I love makes it. you feel. Makes it's you feel beautiful. Something. Very yeah, I know that. It is. It's like United Artists. United Artists released the original film, and then I guess the the sequel was greenlit really fast. But then they were acquired by this Australian group, like Quintex or something, and then they didn't want to make horror films. So then there was this big bidding war for this one, and then Universal eventually won. And Steven Spielberg, Spielberg I guess, was one of the people who vouched for it. Um, so thanks, Steve. I guess. Oh, really? Um, wow. Thank you, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, this is all according to our Wikipedia source, right? So who knows? But... Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it must be true. Yeah, it must be true. Actually, I put that on there uh, 30 minutes just ago. Just throw so me off. Just you're to welcome. Throw yeah. yeah. Give us something to talk about. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Did you know that Barbara Streisand was originally attached to direct? <laughs> is that on Wikipedia? Before Prince of Tides, this was her like, you know, yes. <laughs> she was tied to this. Uh, can you imagine i cannot (laughs) she would have like a theme song be like chucky chucky you're my favorite doll yes they bring back jessica walter to do the voice and it'd be be great uh yeah this this franchise could go anywhere anywhere at this point you know they're doing the the tv series so who knows how that's going to be but it's you know who knows um yeah, this was released on November 9th, 1990. It was number one at the box office. It grossed three point or $35.8 million against a $13 million budget, Ooh. which is pretty good. Mm. Critics mixed. Uh, you had, right now it has like a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's hard to read those later. Oh. Like the um, earlier films like that, it's like you never really know how to read those ratings but that's true uh but audiences gave it an a minus on cinema score at the time so like you know good for them 
Oh, wow. They actually got it right yeah. once. That's good. <laughs> our, our boy Gene Siskel, of course, did not <laughs> appreciate oh, it. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking Gene. Uh, Fucking Gene. Oh, he, uh, he gave it a zero out of four stars, oh, and he called it a vicious, vicious, oh. ugly little thriller, of course, because we had the kid in danger, right? Well, he's a vicious, ugly man. <laughs> May oh. he rest in peace. <laughs> Yeah. No, don't let him rest in peace. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> rest in pieces. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Rest in pieces. <laughs> God, he's so annoying. I mean, just calm down, Gene. Yeah, Seriously. calm down. Did he like anything? The music, the the c- cinematography, right. anything? Come on, the Gene. animatronics, nope. that fucking Zero. puppetry. It's it's awesome. Like, come on. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And of course, we had Don Mancini written. Uh, wrote this one as he has all of the child's play films it was directed mm-hmm. by john lafia who was the co-writer of the original film with uh right. mancini and tom holland he hasn't done a whole lot of other horror films besides this actually i was trying to he done some like family stuff like man's best friend and uh the blue iguana which i these movies i i, I just know the titles <laughs> like i don't know is um, uh man's best friend the one with ali sheedy about the dog that's like possessed or something maybe so maybe so that's a horror film i guess uh it was always plain and i never watched it interesting. i think it was on like monster vision all the time and i was always like this doesn't sound like something i need to see but now i'm like maybe i need to see it I don't yeah know. it's a yeah, horror comedy uh yeah yeah you're right oh, um okay. i've never heard of it he uh had directed a couple freddy's nightmare episodes and uh, i think a couple of the twilight zone episodes too uh the reboot oh. one of the reboots the, the 50 million reboots oh, yeah. of twilight zone. <laughs> yeah oh. there have been so many now uh, what have there been like four something like that the 80s yeah, yeah. The, like early 2000s and then this new one so there's four different versions out i always heard about the early 2000s one yeah that was pretty yeah. brief uh I think it lasted for like a month. Yeah. And like, we're done. We're done. We tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, early 90s here. Slashers are kind of, you know, on the decline. Everybody's kind of, everything's just kind of going through the motions at this point. Um, this does feel pretty fresh, like, compared to some of the other slashers that came out in that weird period, for sure. Uh, I don't know. Should we get into it? Chris, do you want to? Sure. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Uh, this movie starts off with a bang and a half because... They have discovered the original Chucky doll that was apparently burnt to a crisp at the end of the last film. And there's this wonderful opening credits montage where they're like rebuilding him and like buffing his surfaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it always calms me. It's it. It makes me feel very refreshed. You know, <laughs> it's like just yeah. it's, it's like a day at the spa. It does good say a day at the <laughs> I don't spa. know why. <laughs> It looks so nice. <laughs> He's getting buffed. Yes, yeah, he really is. Yeah. He, no, he does. They, they, yeah, they, they do a number on him. It's, it's a cool, it's a cool scene. But my question mm-hmm. was, do they not have like what was the purpose of them like rebuilding this particular doll when they had like a warehouse full of like a million of them? Like what yeah. was so? <laughs> I've we, never we, understood why they. We felt better they need rebuild to do that. this doll. We, we don't have it enough was, of them. The chevel. <laughs> it was something to do with like I think. Uh, getting the perception of the fact that this doll had like involved in all these murders. So I guess they were losing money. I think that was, so they were like, Oh, let's take oh, this yeah. doll and we'll rebuild it and show it. Oh, it's just a regular doll. Um, at least I think that was the, well, that yeah, yeah. Idea. Well, Chucky but, showed them, huh? Yeah, he, he sure did. does. He does. Because almost immediately as they try to give him some new eyeballs, <laughs> he 
electrocutes the guys yeah, yeah. that are, well, the guy, the guy that's yeah. uh, working on him, which causes him to fly into a, yep. a, a yeah. window. He does like a somersault. Yes. The most dramatic electrocution I've ever seen in my entire life. He like flies 50 feet through the air. It's like a pole vaulter. It's nuts. Everything is so heightened. It's very like Frankenstein-esque because you got like the, you know, they're Mm -hmm. putting him together and then you get the lightning bolt Uh that causes, and I guess that causes Chucky to come back to life. It's just nuts. And the score is just over the top and like gothic and it's gray. Yeah, it's very like Bernard Herman-esque. Like it's, it's over the top and yeah. dramatic. I love it. Oh, it's, it's a great score. Yeah. It is a great score. It just, it's, yeah, it's like you guys said, it's, it's, that's one of the first things I noticed was Jesus Christ. The score sounds like it's a freaking Ben Hur movie. Yeah. It's, just so, yeah. <laughs> it's so just, gosh, o- over the top. That's the only yeah. thing to say. And it's, yeah. does it fit the movie? You know what? It fucking does. Yeah. Because it does. This movie, it does. This movie. It is like operatic, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's one it of those things. I think it's just that classic, like, Frankenstein, somehow lightning triggers this response in ghouls. I don't know. I you know, There's a lot. Of, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. There's a lot of storminess in these films, right? Like, anytime he's about yeah. to switch bodies, like, this, all these, like, creepy, ominous clouds just appear and uh, lightning strikes. <laughs> I love the clouds. So it's like yeah, somebody yeah, up there just clouds. wants Chucky to succeed because they keep bringing him back. And, you know, it's... Through these lightning bolts and everything else. This (laughs) electrocution just throws everyone into a tizzy. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't... Why would they hold on to this Chucky Chucky doll for two years? (laughs) It's true. It's true. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there was like a long court case and (laughs) they had to get it from evidence. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's some questions. There's some questions questions here. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe Catherine Hicks had it in the looty bin with her. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. That was her friend. So Andy is in a... um, a uh, blah, 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 like a chill a children's home mm-hmm. for troubled kids that are orphaned and the orphanage is run by Grace Zabriskie, which yes. just makes me un- un- uncomfortable because she's <laughs> such a wild card. I'm like, uh, I feel like there's going to be a subplot where she's like selling the kids to like traffic drugs or something. Like I just, I kept expecting something really creepy with her because she always freaks me out in the best way. She, yeah, she's I love her all and of, I love that she's in, all in this movie. David Lynch's stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Twin Peaks. And, yeah. She's yeah. So good. It's, She's always amazing in yeah. everything. Big love. She was phenomenal mm, and de- I did not see that deserved every award in the in in the world. She's amazing on that show. And so she's trying to get Andy to this couple, Joanne and Phil, mm-hmm. which are played by Ginny Auger from yes. An American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. and Garrett Graham from many Brian De Palma films, but most specifically Phantom of the Phantom Paradise. Phantom of the Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so. Right out of the gate, I'm like, this cast is fucking amazing. Like, it's stacked with genre veterans. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And they want this kid to foster, but they're a little concerned. Like, you know, is he all there mentally? Because he went through a lot. And they're like, we don't know if we can handle it. And so Grace Sibriski persuades them to take him on. And immediately there's a problem because they get to their house and... There's a Chucky doll in the closet, and when it falls out, he freaks the fuck out. And they're like, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be bad." 
And he also meets the other foster kid that lives there who's more of a teen, and that's Kyle, Kyle. played by Christine Elise McCarthy, mm, yeah. who was on 90210. Which I believe had big just, story arc there. just started airing when this movie came out. So I like, so, this was, yeah, yeah. She didn't, ne- didn't necessarily get this role because of that, but like they were, right. those two things were tied together at least because they were both coming out at the same time period. So this was like her I moment, her so. like... 15 minutes, right? It was her big yeah. time. Oh, yeah. she's so great in this. She's, she's so, so great. She she's just, I would actually go as far as to say, I think Kyle's one of my favorite final girls. Because she, she does kick some ass. And she, and she just doesn't take shit from anybody. And I love it. Yeah, she's so supportive of everyone in the movie. Like, anytime anything she bad is. happens, she's like, oh, Andy, like, let me, like, let make you feel better. And, like, when her uh, foster dad gets we'll talk about later on something bad happens to him but she goes up to like her foster mom and she's like it'll be okay it's gonna be all right and it's like you're so caring and i love it she's she is very supportive Mm -hmm. i think everybody could use a kyle in their life yeah she's just great or five yeah she's really or or or, yeah yeah. (laughs) she's really good yeah she's a really great character their house uh, just looks like this giant doll house too like if you notice like everything is just kind of pink and blue yeah it's pink and blue it's pink and blue i'm like what in the world it made me a little uncomfortable at first, too. Yeah. Because I was like, is this going to be something creepy where, like, the foster parents turn out to be creeps, too? Because they're – it's just – it. whenever people collect, like, dolls and an- antiques like that, I'm like, are you a serial killer? I just, <laughs> I just get a feeling – and that's all their houses is like all these creepy antiques from like, you know, way back when. And I'm like, I don't it's cre- feel comfortable It's like, here. like this kind of toned down version of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like everything just looks really off. <laughs> like I can't like I can't put my finger on it, but nothing just looks the way it's supposed to look. And even his bed is like this dollhouse bed. And I'm like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah. Oh, man, it's so nuts. And but then, of, 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 of course, with the accident at the factory. Um, this, this, this guy who I guess I, does he have a name? I don't know. The guy who is like, I guess he's like a, I don't like a junior executive or something. I don't know. But he takes the doll and sticks it in his back seat on his way home. And as he stops to get some vodka, um, Chucky <laughs> makes a phone call. A phone Somehow call. he gets all the information about where a- Andy is mm-hmm. and makes this phone phone call to the orphanage and grace Zabriskie's like andy doesn't live here anymore and all he has to do is just say i'm his uncle charles and i guess she gives him the fucking information so way to go grace Um, (laughs) you suck at your job (laughs) and so the guy comes back in the car and he holds him he holds him prisoner with a gun and says drive to this house where andy lives and once they get there, it turns out the gun is a water gun. A water and he's gun. like, ha ha, so funny. And then he's tied his arms yeah, um, behind somehow. the uh, the seat and then suffocates him with, with a bag. It's a, it, as you said, Troy, this is a mean-spirited movie. This yes. is like the meanest death. It's, it's horrifying. Bl- it's, well, it's Black Christmas all over again. It is Black it Christmas. Is, yeah. It is, yeah. But no, it, it uh, there's one scene that made me chuckle, and it's when he goes out to the, the, the his car with the Chucky doll, and he tries oh, yeah. to put Chucky in the trunk, <laughs> and he can't, for, he, can't, he can't close the trunk. I'm like, you can push that doll down enough to close your trunk. <laughs> like. <laughs> He did, he, slam, he like slams the trunk like two times. Oh, I got, guess he has to go in the back seat. I mean, well, come on. He also doesn't seem to know how to use an umbrella either. Because <laughs> like a few seconds before that, he's just like trying to open his umbrella 
Prella and he and he's like, uh, uh, oh, well, and he just throws it on the ground. <laughs> Just throws it away. I'm like, he doesn't know how to human very well, right? Yeah. He just had a <laughs> shitty night altogether because he couldn't buy vodka because they don't take credit cards. Right. Yeah. He's like, it's he, a gold card. It's as good as cash. For his he didn't even get his. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even get his vodka, and then he gets smothered with a damn plastic bag. Yeah. It's a bad night for him. He was it's going to like a, a two week guy. two week anniversary, which is not a thing, by the way. But <laughs> that... I don't think it is. Although Facebook says differently, I I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people be like happy two week babe uh, i'm like okay uh, i give it three more up. weeks bye yeah like, i don't even give it that yeah no but that is it's a cruel death it's pretty yeah i don't know it's mean because it it's not mean. gory but it's just so cruel it's it's, so it's like mean. mean but then there's like that little bit of comedy with him like having the water gun and stuff so it's like it, yeah. it, it's like it walks that weird mm-hmm. line there where it's there's like, a balance yeah yeah it has it hasn't gone over into the full dark comedy yet like bride of chucky or anything mm-hmm. but there's still a little no, bit right. of playfulness to it that's interesting and the film wastes no time letting us know chucky is alive which i appreciate because the the original film is kind of like jaws where it's like you have to wait and wait and wait but you know it's the doll's alive right but you don't see him until later on this one's just like okay the doll is alive we know that we've seen the first movie yeah so i appreciate that anyway (laughs) yeah yeah they're just like we have a higher budget this time look at the way his face can move look at the way he can walk pretty great actually like a lot of that that work still holds up today. It's it looks pretty oh, good. Very, yeah, very I much so. It. Yeah. yeah, it's really yeah, it good. Looks wonderful. Yeah. And uh, so now he has found Andy. Like mm. we're maybe twenty minutes into the movie, if that, mm. and he has found Andy. And you're like, well, shit. Where's this going to go now? <laughs> it's going to be over. Right? And, uh, <laughs> and so what Chucky does very smart is he smashes the other Chucky doll mm-hmm. who is named Tommy Tommy and uh and smashes it with one of Joanne's <laughs> prized antiques which will not end well <laughs> and buries the doll in the back backyard and takes the place of Tommy uh-huh. so that everyone thinks this is just a normal good guy doll but no it's Chucky and now he has infiltrated the family. It's it's very hand that rocks the cradle, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to find a way to get into the into the family unit. You're right. This is very like yuppies in peril, early 90s. We've talked is. about this a lot, but yeah, it's with basic instinct and uh, the guardian we talked about. Like it's always mm-hmm. about kind of invading the family unit and, you know, uh, fucking it up, even though it was already fucked up to begin with. As we see with this, this foster dad is just a dick, right? He's from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Like he's. Terrible. Is he ever happy? No. Like, he's always in a mood. He, I'm like, Ginny, yeah. girl, you can do better. Him. He can, like, yeah. he's trying to get rid of Andy, like, the second Andy gets there. He's like, oh, <laughs> we should probably get rid of him. He seems like he's had a hard time. Like, you agreed <laughs> to take him, and now you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty much all he's really said is, like, my favorite food is eggs. And he's like, yeah. fuck this kid. The the correct answer should have been steak. Yeah. Like, I'll what? Get, <laughs> yeah, I'll get used to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's he done to get used to? He's. <laughs> fairly normal all things considered yeah Yeah, that's the thing is he does not really seem all that traumatized no i mean it's not like he's He's raised in hell and like some little brat like he's very polite very respectful Mm -hmm. he he does say his doll tried to kill him but whatever yeah but but the the truth (laughs) yeah the dad is so antagonistic towards him i'm like yeah yeah well maybe they were going for like a kind of a sort of a fairy tale vibe where it's like it's the evil step father or something i don't know there's it a, never really pay, pay, pays could off be. but it's there's definitely some yeah fairy tale vibes in this even later on with uh some hansel and gretel stuff you know that 
the step oh, yeah. or the foster mom is reading him that story. And then the mm-hmm. end of the film kind of alludes to that too. We'll get to that. But yeah, it's oh, oh, yeah, definitely some true. fairy tale stuff stuck in here. And so pretty soon, uh, things are not going well at the house because they discover that this antique has been demolished and they're like, okay, which one of you fuckers did this? And they're like, well, it wasn't me and it wasn't me. And so they're like, all right, well, you're going to have to do chores until one of you confesses. And Kyle's kind of pissed off because she was going to go on a date because she's a teenager with hormones and she wants to, you know, get herself some. Good, Good for you, girl. And Andy's sticking to his story. He's like, no, I didn't do it. And but but they kind of bond as they do laundry and kind of get to know some stuff about one another. And it's actually very sweet. Um, and then later that night, uh oh, it gets bad because Chucky decides to tie Andy up and transfer his soul. But as usual, he is uh, he can't go through with it because Kyle comes in through the window, sees him tied up and is like, what the fuck are you doing? He is and so ineffective. Again, it, this this whole movie could have been over in like two seconds, but yeah. literally, I think it's like at the 40 minute mark, maybe it's... at that point, And he could have just done yeah. it. But no, but Kyle so saves the day. So that's it. that's great. She does. And Kyle's she's great, awesome. great because you learn a little a little bit about her story too, about her backstory. Mm-hmm. Like she had a mom who put her up for adoption when she was three and her dad died. Mm-hmm. And I just like those little character yeah. bits that like Yeah, it's it's really nice. Yeah. It's 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 a really nice little five minute chunk of the film. It it yeah. it really puts a lot into that one part of the film. Because I think a lot of movies would kind of stretch that out a bit more. But this is a very well paced movie, although I do seem to recall in the TV cut, there are a lot of extra scenes because mm. I think this movie's like 80 minutes, like maybe like yeah, 82. It's short. Yeah. So I think they had to put some extra stuff in, in there to kind of pad it out. Yeah. And I remember there's there, there's one scene that they repeated. It's the scene where like Joanne and Phil are talking about Andy and they're kind of having a fight. And there's another version of that scene that takes place the next day when he's going off to school and they have the exact same con conversation, but it's just on, on the porch in the day, <laughs> in the daytime, but they put it back in there and I'm like, this is the same scene. Why are you showing me the same scene? Uh, it's weird. We should also probably mention that, um, uh, Chucky is slowly becoming human again. And that's why there's such yes. a, yes. a rush to yeah. get, this, right. to get this done. Um, which was, was a, a race against time. It was a plot point in the first one, but it wasn't as much of a plot point. Cause now mm-hmm. it's like, I guess because the the clock is still ticking from the first one, I guess, or something. But now he has to. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but like each time that he's brought back, like, does it start again? I from guess. The top or yeah. Like, it's weird. Yeah. And yeah, because uh, Phil comes in and is like, "How did you get tied up, Kyle? Well, was this you?" And sh- and she's like, "No." And so he takes the doll and throws it down into the basement. Basement. Well, my question is, why? Why did, why did Kyle? She comes in and sees him tied to the bed with a sock in his mouth, and she yeah. she's perfectly content, thinking he did that to himself. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. like both Andy. both both hands and both feet are tied to the bed, and there's a sock in his mouth. And she's like, "Oh, Andy, what you do to yourself?" Uh, He's very talented. Okay. Talented yeah. kid. <laughs> boys will be boys, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes off to school the next day, and so does mm-hmm. Kyle. And what he doesn't see is that Chucky has, has climbed underneath 
the bus and his little legs are, just are dangling, dangling down. <laughs> oh my god, that is so hilarious. And can we can we mention those little bastards on the bus? What a They're horrible so mean. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. They are terrible. They're like, you can't sit here. They're it's pushing like they're him. Evil and... kids. I might kill them God. all. God. Yeah. I was like, why couldn't he have killed some of those kids? Because they seem pretty lousy. I don't like that. <laughs> Andy does yeah, have a perfect little... comeback, though, where he's like, get lost, microchip. I'm like, that's microchip. <laughs> Very late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and Andy goes to school, and he has no one to play with at recess. So he's just pushing a ball up against a, <laughs> a gate. As one does. Andy. <laughs> been there and um <laughs> and then he's got this teacher uh, miss kettlewell played uh, by the amazing beth, beth grant who yes. is the star of every film that she's ever in mm-hmm. i love her so donnie much. darko that's um, like i love donnie darko yeah. because mm-hmm. she's going to question your commitment to sparkle motion uh-huh. um and if y'all have not seen this sorted lives is amazing she's fantastic mm-hmm. in, in that and you know she kind of is already like kind of a little stern you know, mm-hmm. but she's a, a, a little hard on Andy. But when he when when she sees that on his his <laughs> work for the day, he has written in bright bright red "fuck you, bitch." It's so um, funny. <laughs> she's a little angry, and she makes him stay after school. And he's like, "I didn't do it. Chucky did." Because he sees that Chucky has followed him, but, and is and is in the toy cabinet thing. But you know, a normal teacher. A normal teacher seeing this would like flip the fuck out and be like, what? This child did this? And she's just kind of perturbed, yeah. like mildly perturbed by it. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, he wrote, like... fuck you, bitch, in red crayon. Okay. <laughs> and she locks Chucky in the closet. And while she's she's gone, Chucky's like, Andy, hey, can you get me out of here? And he's like, nope. Uh, I'm going to climb through the window. Fuck you. Smart, smart, smart kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Chucky's like, get me the fuck out. And so Andy's pieced out. And Miss Kettlewell comes back in and she's like, where's Andy? He must be hiding in the closet. And so she goes in and that's when Chucky pops out with, it's like a bicycle pump or yeah, something. It's, it's yeah. And like yeah. stabs her in the stomach. <laughs> And, and she flies out. She flies. People she flies. fly a lot in this in this yeah. in this movie. They're very proud of their stunt folks. Yeah. They love it. They're like, we gotta give them something to do. Let's yeah. stick a wig on her and make her take a fall from Miss She Kettle flies like you know? twenty five feet into the <laughs> classroom, crashes into all the desks. <laughs> Blood everywhere. And then he pops out with a ruler and I guess. I, smacks her to death with it. I, I don't. That must have it, taken a long time. Can you kill a doll? Can a doll kill somebody by beating them with a yardstick? <laughs> you that, know, I MythBusters. Anybody? Yeah. Is, I, I can we do that figure, on, on that show? Because can we the, test I don't think it's possible. Yeah. The <laughs> physics and the momentum. I don't know if they line up there. But the, the, even as a kid, I was like, "What an odd death scene!" It, it, the scoring is is so fucking insane. It's like this carnival oh, demented. Great. Yeah. Circus oh, yeah. The scoring. Doo, 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 doo. It is. I love it's that. It's so like weird and awesome, but like creepy. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah, it's, it is. It's a great scene. It disturbed me as a kid. I think just because it took place in a school. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. Just something was really weird, and just having a teacher, you know, be killed in broad daylight like that, and nobody noticed. <laughs> well, I now I see where teacher shortage came exactly. from. There we go. <laughs> It all dates back to Child's Play 2. Miss Kettlewell. Her fashion sense. Like, she oh. doesn't seem like she's that old. That but she's blue. dressed like an, an 
94 year old nursing home <laughs> yeah. patient. I'm yeah. like, you look like you're like 30 something at the most, maybe 40. Beth Grant. Why are you dressed so old? Yeah, she's like always seems older than she is in these movies, I swear. It's, yeah. It's, it's... But Andy runs away and gets gets back home. And Joanne and Phil are like, how'd you get, get back home? And he's like, I ran away and Ch- Chucky followed me. And... They're like, well, your teacher called and and said you wrote some pretty bad things on your paper and stuff. So now they're kind of having some doubts. Like, maybe this kid is maybe more fucked up than we thought. And Andy kind of gets the feeling that he might be returned to the orphanage at some point. Uh, but, of course, Chucky has to return. But this time, Andy is ready. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to fix this. So in the middle of the night, he, he gets this electric <laughs> knife and goes into the into the basement and is like i'm gonna kill this fucker i'm like bravo dude and of course it doesn't go well because there's a big scuffle and it makes a lot of noise and phil's like hey who's making all the noise down there and he finds out chucky is alive Mm -hmm. and chucky gets like that weird hook thing Mm -hmm. and and like hooks him and he like he he falls through the banister and is like being suspended in air yeah, I'm like, can a doll do that? I don't know. <laughs> and then he drops him, which makes him land on his neck, and now he's dead. And now he's dead. And Joanne is, of course, grief stricken, and Andy tries to comfort her, and she's like, "Get away from me!" Get away from yeah. And you're like, "Oh no, she thinks he did it, and it's bad." It's and sad. So then they have to call Grace Zabriskie again. <laughs> it's sad, but like Phil was terrible, so like you get over it. He was an but, asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, my heart will go on. They make yeah, the smart he, choice yeah. of killing off like the worst character first, and yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can get over that one. And uh, and Kyle kind of gives him a pep talk like, you know, I've been in a, a lot of foster homes and really the only person you can count on is yourself, which, you know, to, to tell that to a kid probably isn't going to help them much. But I admire her trying. <laughs> well, even though she's right. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she's, she, she's she, been through. Yeah, she's been through all these like she, um, adoption, adopted families. And like even the adoption agent is like, well, we place Kyle with a number of families and it always seems to work out. And I'm like, does it? Like she, you know, she keeps yeah. going to more and more families. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, now she's to the point where she doesn't even unpack anymore. No, right. She I, I, I love that touch where yeah. it's like, yeah. you've, you've been here for like three weeks. Like, why are you going to you know unpack? It's like, well, usually it doesn't last more than a month. So. Yeah. Usually a doll shows up and ruins it all, but you know. yeah. <laughs> damn dolls. <laughs> and now Andy's back at the orphanage and it's just Kyle and Joanne alone. And, and Kyle finds Chucky in the basement and she says, you know, I'm, I'm just going to throw this fucker out. And so she goes out and she smokes and she's on the swing. And right under the swing is where Chucky buried Tommy, the other doll. And as she's swinging, she kicks the dirt and she sees that there's something buried underneath. Mm-hmm. And she digs it up and she sees the doll that's been crushed. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, maybe Andy was right. And she goes to the trash can where Chucky was and he's gone. And then it's a really great scene because then you're like, oh, shit, he's in the house. Joanne is toast. And it's just Kyle like slowly going through the house with like a little tiny like I think she has like a knife and that's it. Mm -hmm. And she goes upstairs and she finds Joanne. And I I, as a kid, I could never tell how Joanne was killed. It it looks like her throat was slit, but she has like rope on her neck maybe (laughs) or something. 
Yeah, I'm like, yeah. was she just never... strangled really hard or what? I don't know. There's blood on her neck, but then yeah, there's like weird yeah. yarn wrapped around her head. I'm like, it's but no, that is a really that's a really creepy scene when actually when mm-hmm. she when Kyle finds the Tommy doll and goes back to yeah. the garbage can and lifts mm-hmm. it up and sees Chucky's mm-hmm. neck. just her whole facial her whole reaction is pretty pretty amazing. So it's good. pretty realistic and yeah, yeah there's it's lots really good, good. suspense but, as she's yeah walking through the house and everything. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the kill, he kills poor Joanne. That was yeah. I know. I hate that. I don't. I don't that made me sad. Jenny, 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 Jenny. I mean, yeah. I, I guess oh, that's where I felt like the feel like the movie. I, I don't think the movie is as, maybe as mean spirited as I originally thought it was. But I mean, it does have mm-hmm. those twangs. Like, like I think that's killing her off was pretty mean spirited because she just found her poor husband dead in the basement and right. Now right. You're gonna strangle her with yarn and do something to her. And that's the thing is that most <laughs> she of the was characters. A, in this are fairly i mean not all of them like you know phil's kind of a douche but she was a sweet some of them are very nice and Mm -hmm. the fact that they get killed is really sad yeah Yeah. i mean i give the film balls for for going there because i oh yeah i mean it could have easily went a different route where they left her alive Mm -hmm. and somehow got kyle out of the house but yeah the the first one you know keeps Catherine hicks alive so they probably figured they couldn't Mm -hmm. do that again and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're foster parents, so I think there's this idea that they're kind of temporary characters anyway, so we can yeah. you know mm-hmm. chuck them so. off and yeah. But it's <laughs> it's sad. Like you know, I don't really care about the husband because he was sad. a dick, but the you know yeah. the Jennifer character. Um, what's her name? Diane? Is that right? Joanne. Jo- Joanne. Why can't I keep that? Joanne. Diane. Joanne. Every Joanne. time I hear Joanne, I have to say it like Anna Ferris jo- in the House Bunny. <laughs> Ferris. <laughs> Melody. Oh. Joanne. <laughs> Getty me. Getty me. <laughs> that movie. I don't know why. Oh, and uh, so Kyle is in the room and Chucky pops out of a sheet and they have like a big fight and he's like kicking her on her back and stuff. The an- animatronics are fucking amazing. Like it's mm-hmm. really great. Just the the way it's shot and cut and it, it's fantastic. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you're going to drive me to go find Andy, you yeah. bitch. And she's and, like, oh, you great. Know, people might be watching this and thinking, okay, why doesn't Chucky just transfer his soul into Kyle? But we still have the rules from the first one, right? Where, like, he can only transfer yeah, right, yeah. his soul into Andy because Andy was the first he one. He, the like, first person he told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's still – so it's interesting that the those rules right. carried over from his previous incarnation. And then he was he was born mm-hmm. again, but he's still attached to Andy. It, it, it's interesting. I don't Man. know. And so they go off and they and they uh they're driving and there's this great scene where <laughs> yeah. this cop like pulls them over. <laughs> yeah. That's... And he's like, Hey ma'am, like what's with the the doll and why is its nose bleeding? <laughs> and she's like, Oh, well, uh you've seen dolls that pee? This one bleeds. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, Okay, ma'am, have a nice night. It's so funny. Sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> and she keeps trying to get rid of Chucky. Like at one point, like she throws on the brakes and he flies, flies out, out the, the windshield, window. and, and he's, everybody's fl- flying through glass. And it's, it's yeah. just, I love this movie. And he's like, and, uh, goddamn women drivers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's on the tr- so yeah, he's hanging on the tree. Goddamn women drivers. He's so misogynistic, like over the top misogynist. It's so it's, you didn't deserve Tiffany, Chucky. And eventually, of course, you know they get back together and they have to drive to the orphanage and once they get there he makes kyle pull the fire alarm so that all the kids and i guess the staff have to leave Mm -hmm. so that they can find andy and they do but grace sabrisky is not having it she's like okay kyle why are you here 
what's going on? What's with the doll? Let's have a talk in my office. And that's when Chucky springs to life, kills her, <laughs> sticks her face on and the copier, the copy machine, <laughs> which is like a really creepy version of that scene in uh, Dennis the Menace, where like mm. at the end, where she <laughs> there's the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the copier, and, and then her. Movie. It's like making pictures of her face right through the. Co- I just like that little and, yeah, touch. And of, then he says, "Yeah, snap yeah. out of it. You act like you've never seen never a dead seen body before." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And uh, and then Chucky takes Andy and they're off and Kyle has to try and find them. And I'm assuming the factory that they make the dolls is really close it must because be. it's like they just are on the they're on foot and they both end up there at some point. Are they is, still yeah, in, must be like they're still in Chicago, right? Like because the original film took place I in guess, Chicago. I so. Guess so. Yeah, they're, they're in I Chicago. So. Yeah, okay. because the police officer that pulls them over the car says Chicago. Police. Okay, good. Okay. This yeah. factory <laughs> is just it's so over the top. Oh. Like it's amazing. It, like Willy Wonka. This is the best. It's amazing. third act of any slasher <laughs> movie. <laughs> it's it really, just it's like insane. really is. so great. It's so great. And again, the scoring they, they, is just so over the top. And yeah. They, they yeah they held they just went balls out with this final act. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, very so Terminator-esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. And you just have these huge stacks of these good guy dolls. And it's this like a mil- labyrinth. So it's kind of like the sh- the shining a bit mm-hmm. where they're like in the maze. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just really smartly done. And, uh, and of course, Kyle eases her way in right as the door is going to close because she's a badass. And in the meantime, Chucky's trying to transfer his soul again. But this time it turns out he might be too late. And he's like, shit, I'm stuck in this body, you motherfucker. Well, too bad. I'm still going to kill you. And then it's just well, a chase. He gets the kind of the iconic line, right, too, with the close your eyes and count to seven. When you wake, you'll be in heaven. And the storm clouds came back for a second, too. And they were. They did, oh, yes. They the did. beautiful optical mm-hmm. storm clouds, which mm-hmm. still look better than most modern CGI. So I don't know yep. what's up with that. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, Kyle comes in and saves the day. And. She and Andy are just running, trying to find a way out because the, the place is like a maze. But Chucky's mm-hmm. not going to let him get off the hook. And in the meantime, there's uh, th- there's this machine that s- that stamps the eyes into the dolls <laughs> and it gets a little backed up because they push a doll and it, it, it creates like this pile up. Yeah. And and it alerts the guy in, in charge to go and check it out. And that's when Chucky pushes him down there and gets his own eyes like stamp it's really gross it's really nasty <laughs> he gets his eyes stamped out by the eye machine yeah it's just like a chase and then like they go up this like discovery zone-esque like rolly slide thing and <laughs> chucky pops out and they stick this gate on his hand and so he 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 has to rip his hand off and then he sticks a knife in the yeah. stump where his hand it's so crazy Wait, yeah troy you're right that's very like terminator-esque thing yeah yeah, it's, yeah. and it just get, it just goes from bad to worse and until my favorite part where they they've like <laughs> when he's like the big blob of like the like molten goo yeah, or whatever yeah there's the ar- there's like 12 12 arms sticking out of him yeah it looks like the the thing it's just yeah, like- yeah. and then he pops back to life and they're like what are we going to do and they find this hose 
and 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 they stick it in his in his mouth, and it just <laughs> makes him like explode. Blows yeah. off his head. Oh, but but you but well, Andy dumps that uh, the un- unloads oh, yeah. the uh, hot plastic on it, and he yes. melts. And then there's a scene where his he's his half body, his whole yeah. bottom half is missed. He comes rolling on this like roller skate or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking nuts. <laughs> It is oh, the God. craziest third act of a slasher movie I've ever seen. And that yeah. says a lot because a lot of the third acts of these kinds of movies tend to be pretty crazy. And this is. is this takes the cake. Well, I think it's, it's, it is funny great. that like this came out like a year before Terminator 2. But like this last scene is very similar to that where they just keep trying to kill oh, yeah. the Terminator and they yeah. push him into like the molten lava and everything. And it doesn't work. And yeah. he keeps like trying to come up back up. And yeah, so I, I'm glad yeah. you said that, Troy, because now I'm like only picturing that. <laughs> they stick the air hose in his mouth and his head. It's the size of a goddamn, I mean, a house, and it just <laughs> explodes. <laughs> so funny. It's so ridiculous. It's just blood and plastic everywhere, and and then um and then Kyle and Andy are safe, and they walk out into the blinding light of day. Because I don't know how long they've been in there. My God, uh, it's uh, were they in there all night? I, I time has no time has no meaning in, in the in this film. universe. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a very, but a very fairy tale ending because they're like, "Where are we going? Yeah. Home? Where's home, Andy? I have no idea." So it's kind of alluding it's, to yeah. the uh, Hansel it's and Gretel sweet. thing from the beginning with her reading that story, and now they're kind of Hansel and yeah. Gretel because they're like lost in the woods and they don't know where they're going. Yeah, and the movie kind of comes full circle too because it begins with him being assembled and it ends with him being, you know, torn apart and everything. So it's in this factory. Yes. So I love that. There's, there's sort of you you end where you begin and everything kind of comes. And I love it. I love it. But what's interesting, though, is that in the TV cut, after that scene, it cuts to Chucky being reassembled in the wax or the the plastic stuff. I remember that. Now that you say that. Yeah. yeah, And for some reason, Uh, they cut that out. But then again, I think Child's Play 3 kind of opens the same way. So they might have just recycled some of that and added it. Chef's kiss. Love yeah, it. It's it's fun. It's it's a really fun movie. I mean, if you can yeah, you're just gonna have to, you know, accept some of the accept some of the more ridiculous aspects of it. I mean, it is a killer mm-hmm. doll movie, let's be, be honest though. Right. Yeah. Suspend some disbelief. And it's oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a blast. It, it flies by the I mean, mm-hmm. it really does. There's not a boring moment in the movie. Nope. Uh it, it's 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 really well done. Um it's just fun. Fun from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, um, screw you, Gene Siskel. Yeah, screw yeah. you. What do you know, Gene? What do you know? What do you know? Come on. Mm. Well, great. So I guess we can end with our favorite segment, which is our Overlooked Gems. Oh, Woo. Yes, Overlooked Gems. We're still working on oh, the theme song. The theme? But... <laughs> I, I like the theme. I like this new version of the theme. <laughs> That's it's catchy catcher. little tune. Yeah. I thought I'd <laughs> test it out for the new year. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. We need to keep that. <laughs> Um, okay, who wants to start? Chris, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Um, I watched one called Night of Death, and it's a French film from 1980, and it's about this woman who takes a job at a nursing home, and it turns out that the people there are cannibals, and the reason that they are is because they want to stay young forever and never die. 
I kept hearing about it this year, and I was like, I just need to buy this and watch it, and I'm so glad that I did, because it's a blast and a, and a half, and I really enjoyed it. It's just really, really great. I loved it. Never heard of it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I highly recommend it. Is it French language, or is it just French produced? It's French language okay. with subtitles. Cool. Okay. I have to totally read. Worth. So good. I know. <laughs> no, actually, actually, mine is a uh, also a foreign language film too. Um, oh my mine god! Too. What's in mine the water? Too. Mine oh, is no too. fucking way! Perfect. Yeah, we yeah, are so really. pretentious on this uh, podcast <laughs> today. We're gonna make everybody read. <laughs> yeah. well, we promote reading. Apparently, we're gonna. They got plenty of time. This movie calls. was like eighty minutes. <laughs> go go yeah. watch one of these. Yeah. We'll make you smart. I did Under the Shadow from 2016, really recent, which I like quite a bit. Um, it's kind of this, it's a Persian language supernatural thriller. I never picked those, right? Directed by, <laughs> it's like every one of my picks is like a supernatural thriller, but whatever. Um, directed by British-Iranian filmmaker Babak Anvari. Sorry if I mispronounced that. It's like, it, it's during the Iran-Iraq war, uh, which I, oh, I don't know what years that is, 70s or 80s, sorry. Uh, superstitious neighbor... Okay, this missile comes through this building, this apartment building, and strikes it because they're they're war with each other. And something has come along with this missile, and um, the whole movie is kind of trying to figure that out. And there's some, like, possession stuff, and there's this supernatural force in the building that's, like, trying to get into this woman and her daughter and, you know, fuck with them. Uh, It's got a lot of, like, the ring and the grudge and, like, kind of J-horror kind of vibes. Um, Or I guess more like Dark Water because it's in the apartment building and shit's going down. Yeah. but yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was really affecting and had really good characters. Um, just people you care about and you want them to be okay, while but also like putting them in enough danger that it's like, okay, you're invested. And um, I really liked it. Other than that, I don't have much to say, but it's, it's great. Cool. Sounds good. I need to check that out. Okay, so mine is a little horror film called Hell's Ground um oh. from 2007 and it's actually a pakistanian movie oh, which you don't really yeah you don't really think of pakistan as you know producing a lot of horror films yeah it's really unlike and i it's really unlike anything you will ever see in your life <laughs> it, it's oh, basically it's one a, of those <laughs> it, well it's basically it's it's just a hodgepodge of all of the different genres you can imagine it's basically about a group of kids who, teenagers who are traveling to a concert, and they first they encounter a group of like flesh-eating people that have been infected with some bacteria, and so they have to deal with that. And then the few that survive that kind of go farther into the woods, and they encounter this murderer that is dressed in a burqa, and weapon of choice is one of those balls that have the spikes on the end of them that you Ooh. swing around. Mm-hmm. So it's like this hodgepodge of slasher film, zombie film. Um, it's it's and it, it sounds like it wouldn't work, but it, it blends so well, and it's very creepy. And like mm. the last thirty minutes of the movie is really uh, high high tension. It's and that killer seeing this killer dressed in this like bloody burka with swinging this freaking spike ball. It's it's pretty pretty awesome. I nice. definitely check it out. Cool. It's like they, they, they said it's Pakistan's first gore f- film. I'm assuming it's oh, their only nice. gore film. But yeah, yeah, you don't really hear much from Pakistan, really, film-wise at all. No, really. I mean, no, the, no. the Middle East wow. in general, like we don't get a lot of. I mean, you get like the uh, 
like India Bollywood stuff, but like in general, like yeah. Um, it is. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Night of the Living Dead. Mm, sold right there. Cool. That's what's great about like horror fans. Like we always like we all have like those films that like we know that like. Nobody else likes these, but you should check it out because you will like these. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. And of course, uh, you both had film, right? Troy, did yours, did one of your, you got, the Blu-ray came out this year, right? For uh, Teacher Shortage. Yeah, that came out in October. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's it's been out a few months. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's like on Amazon yeah. Prime and nice. all that fun stuff. Yeah. And that was Teacher Shortage, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Perfect. Starring Mrs. Kettlebell. Kettle, Kettlewell. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that damn Mrs. Kettlewell that she sure gets Mrs. around <laughs> and then Chris your film of course we you know we've talked about it enough but yes we oh, can, yeah, we can, uh, we can always enough, yeah. yes now streaming on Amazon <laughs> A Stranger and Among the Living now streaming on Amazon Prime and Tubi <laughs> give it a watch I don't know uh, <laughs> and if you like it give it a nice rating yes I don't know you can always use some and while y'all were making those films, I was sitting in my bedroom and uh, doing nothing. So good for you. <laughs> Way to get out there. <laughs> this was fun. Oh, this, uh, is, this is so fun. Uh, yeah, Troy, where can little... people find you on social media? They can't. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> off the grid. Yeah, right. No, um, Troy Escamella. That's, yeah, Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I Instagram, Troy ESC. Twitter that I never use. <laughs> Is, is yeah, yeah, same, same. We know all about I, that. I don't. I don't understand Twitter. Like I just. Don't I don't either. either. Yeah, but yeah, Facebook, um, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You could check out Dark Knight of the Podcast as well. Just started getting that going, so we're we're learning. Yeah, as we, go. we should bring up your co-host to uh, Roger Connors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Roger Connors, the Scream Queer. He, uh, a big indie horror actor. He was actually in my film Teacher Shortage. Um, Perfect. So yeah, yeah, we we. We kind of have the same thing. We just pick a film and discuss it and have fun with it. And yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. We got two more left for the month, right? That's, I think. We do. And, yes, uh, I believe so. They, they won't be surprises but because there's not that I many. I would hope not. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not, not much to pick from. If, I mean, if you haven't. It's not, it's not like we're going to be like, oh, well, next week we're doing Child's Play 3, but the final week we're doing Halloween three. Right. Like it's, it's not going to be a big shock. You Throw know? it like, off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We're doing uh, cry wolf. What? Cry- no, we're not. I've been wanting to revisit cry wolf, but not this month. We need to figure out a way to work that in. We'll yeah. Find a way. At some I've point. I've been the same way. Cause it made me angry the first time. And I'm like, why? It's the same movie as April fool's day. And I love that movie. But yeah. For some reason I was like, this is a cheat. And, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I love all the AOL instant messenger like, stuff and like early two thousands <laughs> vibes that it has. So that's yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it has Ju- need to rewatch and it that. has Julian Morris. So that's, Oh, he's so pretty. True. All the reason to watch it. Um, well, as always, you know, you can follow us on H O H H podcast on Facebook and Twitter on Instagram at homos on haunted Hill. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Please be nice. Um, find us on Letterboxd. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash homos on haunted, homos on haunted hill. Uh, I think it's about it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Thanks to everybody who's been listening. I'm shocked that anyone would. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, a new year and we got some exciting things planned. We have such we sights do. to show you, right? We do. We do. We have uh, such sights to show woo-hoo. you. It's going to be great. That is awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you guys for having me.